You're listening to the Hemline Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Austin Weeks, founder of Home with a Twist. Growing up, pulling on the hem of my mother's apron, I share everything she taught me with a modern twist. Skirt lengths can change with time, but Southern hospitality never goes out of style. so excited to be back at my podcast desk to share with you just things that are going on in my life. I It's been over a year since I did my last podcast episode and I have relaunched it for season two and it's I'm now calling it the Hemline podcast and it's kind of a play on words kind of like the party line what's the line um but I also, there's a couple of other reasons, and I, I mentioned it a little bit in the intro uh, in my music, which I absolutely love, it's so kitschy, how I pulled on the hem of my mother's apron string, and I just sort of, just feel like that pulling on my mother's hem was kind of like a lifeline to her. It was a lifeline to, to being near her and a lifeline to all the knowledge that she passed on to me. And I also read a really neat article I did some research on the actual word hemline, and of course it's the line formed at the lower edge of a garment, such as a skirt or dress or a coat, measured from the floor. But it said the hemline is perhaps the most variable style line in fashion, changing shape and ranging in height from hip high to floor length. What is a fashionable style and height of hemline has varied considerably through the years, and that's also dependent on a number of factors, such as the age of the wearer, the occasion for which the garment is worn, and the choice of the individual. And there's also research that talks about how hemlines change based on the economy. So all that to be said, the reason I'm calling my hot podcast now the hemline is I feel like it's for any age woman, um, any decade, any time of the year, Seasons change in our lives, and I'm just glad to be able to share this season of my life with you. So I'm excited about season two. I've got some fun things planned for us. Um, and our, I've already, in the books, have done episode two with a special guest, and she's hilarious. And I hope in the future to bring women entrepreneurs onto the show so that they can share what their dreams are, um, share their passions, because we have a lot of women in here in Fort Worth that are really making a difference, and I'm excited to connect with them. I've got some fun projects that are brewing that I hope to uh, roll out in the next three to four months involving um, bringing groups of women together to share all of my skills in entertaining and hospitality and sharing everything my mother taught me um, with women today. So let me catch you up on what all I have been doing in the last year. The big reason that I had to put podcasting on the back burner was I started graduate school. I started graduate school a year ago in January of 2018 or 2019. So I just finished my first year. I've got, I'm in my fourth class right now. I'm getting my master's at TCU in liberal arts, and I absolutely love it. So when I tell people that I'm getting my graduate degree, the very first question they ask me is, 
what are you going to do with it when you finish? Well, I'm not going to do anything in particular with it. I'm doing it because I want to grow my brain. I want to enhance my writing skills because I plan to write a book someday. I love to learn. That is my fuel. I just feel like my purpose on earth is to learn something new every day. And these classes have really pushed me. And what I like about the classes that I've taken, I've taken, I'm in my fourth, as I said. The first one I took was um, philosophy through film. And we studied the philosophical theories of beauty, honor, and wisdom. And we watched movies that coincided with each of those themes. And we wrote papers along the way. And what was interesting and what I have enjoyed about this master's program is there's not as much research that you have to do. It's more writing from within, which actually is harder, I believe, than doing a research paper. Research papers, you can find the information and then kind of put it all together to tell a story. But when you're writing from your heart and you're writing from your recesses of your mind, you're really having to dig deep. And that has been a great challenge for me. I've really enjoyed that. And it has really improved my writing skills. I thought I was already a pretty good writer. Um, and I'm learning a lot. Has the advantage of also using the app Grammarly, which I highly suggest if there's anyone out there who is writing, who are writing papers for professional or personal reasons. I use Grammarly now on everything that I produce, both email and the written paper or document that I'm preparing. So um, I have the pro version, so I have to pay for it, but I think it's well worth the money. It has helped a lot. The see, the second class I took was last summer, and it was a creative writing class, and I had to write three short stories, and that was a lot of fun. And then, and it's interesting, my mother has been a huge inspiration behind a lot of my writing, things that she's taught me. And then this last class I took in the fall was Women in the Arts. And we started, I think, in the 16th century all the way to present day. That was a tough class. I learned a lot, but it was tough. Lots of papers. Lots of the last paper I had to do um, a, a research paper and then a presentation. But at the same time, while it was challenging and time consuming, and I really had to practice good time management skills, and things like my podcast really didn't happen as a result, I just, I learned so much. I learned just about how even today, women are still challenged to succeed in life. There's so many barriers and, and men in particular just still do not put women at the forefront. And that was the case as you could imagine was the case back in the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th centuries that women really had to fight for a place in the arts. And um, unfortunately it's, it's still somewhat happening today. So that um, really took a lot of my time. I'm in my fourth class this semester. I'm taking a writing in nature course. And my first paper was on all the trips I took with my mother to the Botanic Gardens. And um, I hope to maybe share that story with you on my blog. It, it's a sweet story of the time that she and I would go to the Botanic Gardens, a particular section of the gardens that she always called it our secret garden. 
And I went back recently, and that section of the garden is completely gone. And I write about how those memories of, of, not, of not seeing them, I really had to do a deep dive of remembering what the garden looked like when I was five, six, seven years old. I was able to obtain some pictures from the Fort Worth Botanical Society. They were very nice to share some images with me, and that helped to trigger a lot of great memories that I had with Mother having picnic lunches. And for those of you who've ever been to the Botanic Gardens, you, you may remember what they referred to as the Keebler tree. It was an old hollowed out tree in this particular section of the garden. Children, including myself, would go inside and just the smell of the earth and imagining that animals made it their home at night. The tree's not there anymore. So that took me on kind of a melancholy collie journey this past couple of weeks, um, thinking about how times change, but your memories don't. So that was the good side of it. Okay, so the other thing that has happened in the past year is I'm going through menopause. And wow, it is an experience. You know, the average age of, woman, of a woman going through menopause is 51. And I'm 55. So I, I feel like I'm glad that I had the last four years to kind of prep for it. In my situation, it, it came on very abruptly. Um, and with it came some side effects that were not very pleasant, hot flashes. I was going through hot flashes in the latter part of the summer when it was really hot, and I was extremely uncomfortable. And I found a supplement that, I tell you what, it made, it, it worked wonders, and it's called Amberin, A-M-B-E-R-A-N, I've seen it in CVS. I think probably the best price is at Costco. It's a, you take two tablets in the morning after you've eaten, and my hot flashes went away like that. I don't know what all it has in it. It has a proprietary blend, I think, of some herbs and things. And around the time that I started taking it, I had made a visit to my gynecologist, and I told her that I was taking it. And she said, that's a fantastic supplement to take. And I said, but here's the thing. Is, did my hot flashes go away because I was taking the Amberin? Or did my hot flashes go away because the weather started getting cooler? She said, no, the weather had nothing to do with it. You would still experience hot flashes even if it was cold outside or cooler than 100 degrees. That it's the supplement. That thankfully, it your body received it well. So... I am super excited about that. I have, um, the hot flashes have gone away. But the good thing that brought, that I, I'm actually celebrating as a result of going through menopause is that my migraines went away. Migraines, I think, were something that my mother passed on to me and my sister. And I would, would suffer from migraine about every month. Um, usually a day or two before my period would have its onset. And... Boy, I tell you, I don't miss those migraines, and so I'm glad for that. Um, you know, the other thing that comes along with migraines is, or comes along with menopause, is the gut. And I got a gut, and so I'm working on that. I'm back in the gym. My trainer friend, Jess, um, has given me, I paid her to put together some exercise cards for me. 
that she laminated and it's eight workouts and my goal for the new for my my resolution well my not my new new year's resolution but my intention for 2020 was that I wanted to try to get into the gym at least a minimum of three days a week that's my minimum and my goal is five and so far I've been able to do that some weeks if I'm busy working and I just can't fit it all in, I at least get my three days in. So I'm really pleased about that. But she gave me these terrific workouts that start with about 10, min, 10 to 20 minutes of cardio and then 25 minutes of mat work with using weights and just my own body weight. And then you finish with the last 10 minutes. And so that has been helpful. I've been able to take those with me to the gym so that when I go in, I'm using my time wisely. I'm not meandering around the gym trying to figure out what kind of workout am I going to do today or getting on my phone and looking at things on Pinterest. I just flip to the next card and then I'm, I'm good. So I'm really happy about that. And I wanted to share some things that I have incorporated, some supplements I have incorporated into my daily routine that um, you may or may not want to to look into or try. And I will put all this information in the show notes on my blog, homewithatwist.com. The first thing that Jess, my trainer friend, told me about was MCT oil. That's M as in Mary, C as in Cat, T as in Tom. So it's um, medium chain triglyceride oil. And I pinned an article on my Pinterest page on Let's Be Healthy, so you can directly access that article, but I'll also put it on the blog. The, the seven science-based benefits of MCT oil. And it's derived from coconut oil. I have it right by my coffee machine, and so every morning with my first morning co coffee of the day, I put in a tablespoon of this MCT oil. Now, while you can see it floating around the top of your coffee, it is tasteless. You cannot taste it. If anything, I kind of like it because it gives my lips a little bit of an emolliency. Emolli I hate the word. Emolli <laughs> Almost like a lip gloss. I guess that's the best way to say it. Um, it's emollient. Emollient? Anyway, um, gosh, this is funny. Um, but here's the seven science-based benefits. First of all, it gives you a feeling of fullness, and I have actually found that. I found that sometimes I can't even finish my breakfast because I, I feel full. So that's kind of a nice, a nice boost to your day. It gives you um, instant energy to start your day. Athletes use it because it helps them use fat for energy. So that could come in handy if you're um, training maybe for um, a race or you've really been working out pretty pretty intently. The, um, it helps, it has been known to manage Alzheimer's, autism, and epilepsy. And you can get more information about that from this article. Improves your gut health. Um, you know, that the bloating that especially women in menopause get where just everything seems to just sit in your gut and it helps you to um, not have gas and it promotes regular bowel movements. It decreases your factor, your uh, risk factors for heart disease and it helps to support your blood sugar. So I just kind of feel like it's a win-win for me. If, if any of those things have any kind of results on my blood work when I go back for my physical in the summer, my goal is I think one of the things that happened this year, too, is that when I went to the doctor, I started to see an uptick in some of my lab values, an uptick in my blood sugar, which has always been below 90. I noticed it was starting to travel up 
um, into the into um, close to 100 and that's just not acceptable for me for some people that is a goal and that's not where I want to be I think I'm at a point in my life where it would be great if I could lose some weight but really I just want to be healthy and if the weight comes off as a result of me exercising and eating right and making good choices then that's fabulous um, but really I just I want to be a healthy person I want to be healthy to enjoy my life I don't want Phoebe to have to end up taking care of me someday. I want to be here for a long time to see my grandchildren, and I've got a lot more living to do. The other thing I've added to my diet is collagen powder. I put that into my smoothies. It is also tasteless. You can add that to your coffee or your juice or your hot tea or your water. Collagen powder helps with things like beautiful hair, na strong nails, beautiful skin. It also helps to lubricate your joints. And as you get older, your joints start to get um, a little stiffer and arthritis may um, make its, its way. Um, for a long time, I was taking a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in water with a little bit of lemon juice and honey. I just can't stomach the, the bitterness of apple cider vinegar. So what I've done instead, I did a little bit of research and found out that apple cider vinegar gummies are now a thing and there's they've not been around long enough to determine whether there's a difference between taking a gummy or an actual tablespoon of mother apple cider vinegar but they find that people are more compliant if they use the gummies so I have those right next to my bedside table along with my vitamins and I take an apple cider vinegar every night before I go to bed. It's just a, a chew, like a gummy, like a gummy bear. And what apple cider vinegar does is it helps to de detox you, it's cleansing, it supports your immune system, and it also um, can help regulate your blood sugar in, in a natural way. So um, obviously all of these claims that I'm making don't hold me to it. I'm not a doctor. I'm out of healthcare, well, I'm a nurse, but I am not prescribing any of these things for you. I'm just telling you what I'm trying. But, um, and then the last thing is ritual vitamins. I started ritual vitamins at the first of the year. I listened to the Satellite Sisters podcast, and they talk a lot about the, the ritual vitamins because they're scented and coated in mint flavoring. So they don't taste nasty like vitamins oftentimes do, where you can't even swallow them because they're like horse pills. These are in a nice soft capsule coated in mint, and I, I am taking the formula that's formulated for women over 50. Um, you can, I'll also put a link there of all the ingredients that are in it, but it's specially formulated for women that are in their midlife and need some extra support. And I like that the vitamin is clear, so you can actually see what's in it, and it goes down smooth. And I take twi two of those twice, uh, two once a day. So I take one in the morning when I get up. I always have a, a glass of water next to my bed with my vitamins, my ACV gummies, and I drink a full glass of water as soon as I get out of bed in the morning with my vitamins and my gummies. So that's my regimen for the next six months and I'm anxious when I go to the doctor in June for my checkup to see what all, um, if any of this is making any contribution, the supplements, the exercising, the um, making better choices about my eating, those were all part of my intention for 2020. 
Um, let's see, what all is coming up this week? Well, my sweet daughter, Miss Phoebe, is turning 20 on Wednesday. I can't believe that I'm going to no longer have a teenager, but a 20-something-year-old daughter. Super proud of her. She's in her sophomore year of college. Um, she and I joke that we are in a race to see when we finish our degrees. I think we should graduate at the same time. Hers with her bachelor's, mine with my master's, but we're, we're in a contest to see who can graduate with the highest GPA. Currently, we both are tied with a 4.0, so um, I'll keep you updated on that. But I'm just so proud of the woman she's become. She's funny, she's conscientious, she's caring, she's just beautiful on the inside and outside, has a heart for the disadvantaged and the members of our society who don't have a voice. And I'm just super excited to see where her future goes. She's a criminal justice major. She'll be studying abroad this summer. And um, I'm just super blessed to be her mother. That was one of the greatest gifts that God ever gave me was the gift of, of being her mother. And let's see, Valentine's Day is coming up on Friday. I'll be posting a article or a, a, a cute little article on how to make a five-minute centerpiece with carnations in case you're going to have a little Valentine soiree. February 13th, which is Thursday, is National Galentine's Day. And I've had several people ask me, are you hosting a Galentine's Day party again this year? Because I've done the last several years and they've been so much fun. But... I am being very intentional with my use of time this year because I, I want to enjoy life and enjoy my free time and at the same time balance work and school. So I had to pass on hosting a Galentine's Day party this year, but maybe it'll be back next year. Um, anyway, I'm just excited for this next year with where the podcast is going to go and I, I really appreciate everyone's support. You're following me on Home with the Twist. And I'm just super blessed to uh, be part of a community where I can share my heart with you. And I just appreciate everyone telling me how much uh, the work I'm doing, which is my passion project on uh, my blog, um, how much it means to you. So I will see you next week on um, the episode, on the next episode of The Hemline. Y'all have a great week. That's a wrap for this week's chat. Follow me at homewithatwist.com where you can find today's show notes, recipes, and more. And let's be social on Facebook and Instagram where you can find me as Home With A Twist. And remember to celebrate every day.